It's Robin, Terry and Bob on Brisbane's 97.3. Hello, Brett. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Good. Thank you very much for talking to us because um, with the whole thing that's going on with Kanye West, I think the world is having a focus put on bipolar disorder. And I, for one, don't know a lot about it. But you do, Brett. Why? Uh, well, I found out about it just recently. Um, it's I've, I've sort of battled, I guess, what you'd call demons for years. And, and I just put it down to being a bloke. You know, you get cranky and you have your good days, you have your bad days, you have your up times, your down times. Um, it wasn't until probably a month ago that I got diagnosed as bipolar 2, which obviously isn't as severe as bipolar 1. That's your manic, manic bipolar. Um, whether Kanye is bipolar or not, I guess, is a, you know, I'm not a professional, but yeah. he, clearly, he clearly has issues. But um, I don't know if he's been diagnosed. But I know with myself, the the mood swings are when you're not on medication. Fortunately, I found a wonderful GP. I'm on medication, and it, it, it's leveled me out to the point where you you literally live in the wall. Normal is I um oh, it, it it becomes to live a normal life when you're bipolar becomes a um, yeah it's, it's a blessing. Hey, mate, so. yeah, I can I can hear you both grateful and struggling with it to a fair extent. That getting that balance to what is a normal life and uh, instead of what is a non-life through over medication is is tough, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, I mean, obviously, you do struggle, and you know, it's. I guess I get emotional now because I'm in such a good place. Um, <sighs> I. I saw what it was doing to my kids. Um, it was hard, you know. And now, all right, let, let's I'll, I'll swipe my face. Hang on. What's normal? <laughs> yeah. Normal bipolar 2 for me, normal was um, not knowing what the world was going to be like when you wake up. Um, days where you just, you don't function. You spend all day sitting in front of the TV or um, just just killing time, waiting for the sun to go down. And then the next day you can wake up and you have so much energy. And, you know, you, there, there are a million projects in your head that you want to do and you just don't have the time of the day to do them. And it's, it's that sort of roller coaster. Unfortunately, the downside can last a lot longer than the up. Um, and it, that's, I guess that's the tough part. You wake up feeling great and you, you feel great for a couple of days. You're motivated, you're moving, you, you, you know, you're doing all the things you need to do. And then within an hour, you, you have plans made, you cancel plans. I'm, I went out for lunch with your producer the other day. I very nearly didn't <laughs> because it was a matter of, I just don't know if I can go and face society today. But, it, you know, it, that's what it's like. As I said, I was lucky enough to find a wonderful GP who um, sent me to a psychologist who referred me to a psychiatrist who um, diagnosed me, which, which answered a lot of questions. Um, I, I can only imagine the nightmare I must have been for my kids to live with. What um, was, Brett, when you didn't know what this was, how was it described in your family? Were you just having a bad day? It was depression and anxiety. Um, unfortunately, I'm not disparaging the, um, the medical profession, but unfortunately, 
a lot of doctors churn and burn through these sort of cases where people go in and they cry in their office and it's depression. So they give you an antidepressant. And unfortunately, in a lot of cases, antidepressants are the worst thing that you can give somebody with bipolar. They, a lot of times they can exasperate the problem. I just found with myself, the antidepressants did nothing. I took them for eight years and there was absolutely no change. But people said, well, you're doing the right thing taking them. So I kept taking them. What What was your relationship with your family as a, as a, as a dad in the house? Um, I mean, I'm a single dad, so... I'm the only one the kids have got here, so it's um, that's a struggle in itself. And when you're when you're in the mindset where you just can't face the world, and, and a lot of times, oh, sorry, um, you know, there's a lot of times where you lie in bed and you feel like you're not listening to kids because you just don't have the motivation to to get up and feed them, to get up and do the dishes, to do anything, really. You wake up in the morning and you dread the day because you've got to kill the time, and then you go to bed at night and you dread the night because you can't sleep. Mm. So. Brett, are there triggers? Are there things that set you off, or is it is it a chemical thing in your, your brain and then you have no control over it? Yeah, with me, it's more of a chemical thing. I, I also, um, I mean, obviously, I've got the full gamut. I've got um, anxiety as well. I, I, I actually take a non-THC CBD oil for that, which is fantastic for controlling anxiety. But as far as bipolar goes, I can tell when there is a, a cycle coming, I guess, because I get what I call, and it's, it's funny because I've looked it up on the internet. A lot of people have described it the same way. You get this, what you call, I call a feeling of impending doom in my stomach. Mm. Yeah, it's like you know something catastrophic is about to happen in your life, and it's not, but that's the feeling you get. And when I get that feeling, I know it's coming. But now, you know, fortunately, I've got medication, and when I feel that coming, I can I can get rid of it. But it, it is a chemical thing with me, unfortunately, and um, I, I guess I should just be blessed that it's bipolar two and not bipolar one because I've known people with that, and it, it's just a horrific thing. What's the difference? I don't understand the difference. Bipolar two is a much less manic cycle. Um, Whereas bipolar one is, is is a manic depressant or manic up, basically. There's no in between. You're up or down. Um, and when I say manic, I mean running through the streets naked, um, no control over your emotions or anything like that. It's, it's bipolar two. I've survived this long without medication. Yeah. But I mean, it, it ended my marriage. Um, I've, I've seen what it's done to my kids over the last couple of years with my anger. How old are your kids? I have a um, a 13-year-old and I have a 17-year-old who just got a driver's licence. So that's added a few grey hairs. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, can I ask you, what, what, what's your self-talk like? Like, do you are you able to be reflective of what's going on in any moment? So if you're sitting in front of the television and can't get up for a whole day, is are you aware that that's what's happening? Absolutely, yeah. That's and that's that's probably one of the most mentally debilitating things about it is the fact that you are aware. Um, and and as I said, there have been times where I, you do feel like you're neglecting your kids because you know I'll wake up in the morning and I'll I'll get the youngest off to school and the eldest will be off to work and I'll just go back to bed. Mm. <laughs> I, I lie in bed and and I sleep and I get up at three and I go and pick up the youngest and the eldest gets home and I cook dinner and. 
I go back to bed. Or a lot of times I don't cook dinner. I just tell them there's bread and baked beans in the cupboard. Knock yourselves out. I'll see you in the morning when I'm in a bit of place. And I know that's not good. That's not how you parent. But yeah, but that's, that's how it is. I'm so glad to hear that you're in a place where your better self or your your manageable self, which is really, really good, and you've got some joy and connection with your kids. And uh, I don't know what voices will come in your head today other than ours because we're radio. But you know, just <laughs> but just to, to be assured going in this day that this is a, a really good chat and mm. we're very, very appreciative of you very sharing grateful. this stuff. So, you well, know. Look, you're very welcome. I, I am happy to, to share my story because, I guess I've seen too many men kill themselves over something that is controllable. Is yeah. you know you can you can get it under control and and not their fault. And not not just men, you know, just people in general. They 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 lose hope because they don't think there is any. Well, Brett, you have, as Terry said, helped a lot of people. You have, I mean, as you were you were talking through some of your things, and I'm thinking there'll be people in the car or at home going, oh, my goodness, I've been told I've had anxiety, but actually maybe it's something else. And more importantly, yeah. maybe there is uh, medication and stuff out there that will help them. So thank, oh, certainly is. thank you for your brutal honesty and your rawness and um, good luck. I hope everything continues to get better. You're very, very welcome, and thank you so much for letting me tell my story because it's so important. Absolutely is, buddy. You have a really good day, hey? Thanks, guys. It's right.